and it is an all-new Drinks to Words by Season 3. Season 3. <laughs> we did it. We would have thunk it. Uh, no, no, I mean, I mean, of course, this is a uh, a season uh, uh, one hundred episode one hundred thing, but uh, you know, I would have thunk it um, just because I am a very committed man. <laughs> so I, I, I is know, thunk a word though? Is what is thunk a word? You thunk it? Yeah, I mean, any word is a word unless it's challenged. Uh, you know, think about all the the words that we have created that, uh, granted, are not words, but yet uh, we understand that they are words. Like, I'm trying to think of a word that um, that we all have just like created, and you know, it wasn't really Bay. a word. What, what, what word is that, David? Bay. Bay, exactly. Bay is bay is a word. If it now. makes it into the Urban Dictionary, it's a word. Well, not the Urban, the actual Webster's Dictionary, and I think Bay is in there now. There's a couple words recently that have been added to the Webster's Dictionary. Uh, what else do you, do you have? Those um, are you now, now David? Do you, I, no. <laughs> I know you have a few devices now, but uh, do do you have your phone on? Are you calling from your phone or from your your laptop? I'm using my phone because the laptop, the lighting uh, is not good. We, when we do the shows at night, it, I, it's hard to use a laptop because I don't have any any really good lighting in here. Gotcha, gotcha. So I was gonna, I was gonna uh, let let me grab the Urban Dictionary. Then I have my phone right here, um, and we'll 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 we'll, we'll look really quick. <laughs> Welcome to Drinks to Words by By the way. <laughs> We're just we're just in it. I, I guess because we're just so used to just jumping right in. So um, before we get into the Urban Dictionary, uh, let's find out what we are drinking. And we're going to start it off, with, of course, with Annabelle. Ladies first. I'll let you guys guess. I'm guessing a Coors Light. Woo! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, David, what are you... Um, having and uh, I'm going to put you in full screen because I'm going from my Wi-Fi I forgot to connect what they call jack in uh, to the internet so I just, I'm just going to do that really quick and uh, do yeah. and uh, w- what are you having and if it's a beer that you just found I would like a review um, it's not that I just found but it is a beer that I'm having uh, Incline IPA from the uh, garbage Brewing Company. Uh, it's a seven point five percent beer. Wait, wait, but you have to tell the story about how the label was mislabeled. Oh, the the fact that like it's a it's an up and coming company. So I was drinking uh, one of these beers, and I started peeling off like the label of the beer that I'm drinking, and the label was actually. Uh, the lab- there was a label underneath. So I guess instead of, you know, what mistake they made that they put the wrong beer inside the wrong can, they had to wrap that can with a new label of an entirely different type of beer. Uh, shout out to, you know, <laughs> saving a buck. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than recanning it, they just slapped a label on yeah. it. That's pretty just smart. A new label on it. Yeah. Make, you got to make do. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's um, it's it's a good beer. It's not uh, it's a little hoppy. It, this one is a little bit more hoppy than say like the Imperial, the Voodoo Imperial. Uh, but it's got a good bold flavor. You know, I like something that that you know you're drinking. You know, not like of course like. Uh, where <laughs> you don't, yeah, where you, it's like it's just like quest, quen, uh, thirst quenching water, colored water. That's cool. All There's right. nothing wrong with quenching my thirst, Albert. You know, you always join me in Coors Light every time you're over. Yeah, yeah, I, and and I'm I'm totally down for Coors Light, uh, and I th- I think the uh, season uh, the 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 la- our last season I could say that season two, uh, I think after we hung up, I believe the following day I went and I bought some uh, some Coors Lights and I had some, uh, I believe in your honor. So. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not opposed to Coors Lights. Just you know, every now and then, you know, you gotta. I, you, but again, I'm that guy at the bar that is always switching it up when I drink uh, all the time, just because my palate gets gets bored. So um, I don't know if that's a, a a gift or not. You know what I mean? If that's like a secret power or not. But uh, yeah, there, there's a there's a huge difference. Like when you when you move end when you're trying to end. Um, with martini time, that's it's a uh, okay. We 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 know what kind of Albert we're getting. <laughs> I know I haven't had a martini you, in forever. <laughs> if you start martini time, you know we're okay. But when you try to end with martini time, <laughs> it was a long it was a long road traveled to get to that <laughs> to get the martini time. It yeah. included mango carts and gin and oscacho. It's <laughs> before you got to the martini time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I miss martini time. Um, I again, uh, me trying to um, cut back on my alcohol because I believe the last our last show I brought out the gin and I just went through that entire bottle. I'm not saying that I'm not proud of that, but you know, like there has to be we some sort a- of. We had a very interesting after show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. so I was like, you know what? I, I need to not just drink bottles because that's just not – it's it's not uh, – It's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's expensive too. But even granted, I mean it was the new Amster gin, which is like $20, you know. But um, yeah. But uh, I brought out – I had let okay, so uh, we're gonna go over this in a minute, and of course, you guys right now watching on the uh, YouTube channel. And by the way, we are on YouTube, so feel free to subscribe to us and uh, to get to our channel. Just click on to drinkstowardsby.com, and then you'll see the YouTube banner. Go ahead and click there, and it'll take you to all of our shows that we've done. And uh, it has been quite the intriguing. Uh, way that we are now uh, being seen, uh, you know, and I'm, of course I have issues with that because I'm like, what am I going to wear? You know, what, what's going to, you know, go good. And the other thing is just my background, just because I'm not comfortable with everybody seeing where I live. So I always put a different background. Well, I mean, usually it's my recording studio, but this is the photo in the background that you see that of where I was at. I actually, uh, took off for a bit and uh, went to Arizona. But before we get into that, uh, this is kind of has to deal with that. 
is we bought some beer for everybody that was, you know, with us on the trip and there was leftover beer. So I'm like, I took it. <laughs> and so my leftover beer is Modelo uh, Especial. So I thought I'd uh, so just. You, you went to Arizona? Yes. And you and you didn't explore like Arizona beer, like one of their brood, like state broods. Like you never like go try the other other states beer. I would, you know what? That would have been a smart idea, David. But um, I, we went to we went to uh, one of their local grocery stores. Um, what was it called? It was called Gary's, you know, and it was like a re- really their their supermarkets there are really nice. And we just went there, and uh, we had to find something that everybody would like so we couldn't kind of veer off the path um and and do that although i should have thinking about the show you know uh coming back in season three that would have been a much smarter idea uh but sometimes i just don't think that clearly i i get it it was you had to get group beer but uh but it's like kind of like uh Sometimes when you go to a, a family function or a party, you're gonna bring alcohol, but you're gonna bring the alcohol you like. Now that's to, that's to say that you know, people can drink from your stock, but you know that you have what you want to drink. You know, because you you may not have the beer that you want. Like you know, you go to a a, a Mexican party, they're probably not gonna have Coors Lights. You have to bring Coors Lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's either gonna be Modelo, Corona, or Bud Light. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, they're gonna bring your own course. Yeah, that's it's just like you know, you want gin. We've talked, we've discussed the fact that you have to, you might have to bring gin to a party. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, I I definitely do. Gin. I was at a, uh, I, you know, I, you know, uh, we'll, we'll get into we'll get into that right now. You know, but just remind me about the Urban Dictionary. We'll we'll get into that in a, in in a moment. But you know, just like uh, at every bar. You know, you begin one story, then you got to pause that story, and then uh, you know, circle back to it. Uh, but just that remind is, that me that is the basis of our entire show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just remind me, just because uh, sometimes um, I forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that is the basis of me. Is sometimes I'm just into the thing, so uh, I just forget. But uh, so there's my background right there of me going to Arizona, and well, Arizona is weird because it's like it, it's 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 funny because because just like uh, Perseverance landed on Mars, I truly felt I was on the red planet there. You know, the the similarities were so the same. And I did feel like Perseverance is kind of like going around there and and just hovering, seeing if there's any signs of intelligent life. Uh, and um, I was going to say because the sand is red, but apparently not. <laughs> dude, the, the sand here, I mean, the sand in Arizona, it's all red. My clothes yeah. got super messed up. Thank God I wasn't yeah, wearing white or anything. Yeah, but then you started talking about intelligent life. And so I was like, okay, it has nothing to do with sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, I, I went to a bar there and it was kind of like a local bar uh, there. I believe it was called Robbie's. And uh, it was a bar restaurant where kind of everybody knew each other. You know, here I am all masked up. And there's no masks, like, going on. They're doing, 
every everything that you're not supposed to be doing, they're doing. They're doing karaoke. You know what I mean? To the max, and like everyone's just running around. All the all the kids are putting their hands on all the tables. It was <laughs> it was interesting. I was just like, I was like, so this is Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, you know, I mean, but nothing against. So, I mean, I'm trying to think too, and I was putting myself into their their mindset, which is, you know, uh, again, at a regular bar, a lot of stuff kind of just flies, you know, where it's like, yeah, we all know each other, so we all feel safe, you know. But at the same time, here I come, like, you know, the outsider coming in, you, you know, like. And I'm like, do I have That's COVID? That's the whole or thing of like the second household, you know. Like I used to say, work was like my second household. Like I wasn't concerned with people that I used to work with because I figured we're all doing the same thing. But then, then there's the outsider, Albert. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, so you know, for me, it was, I, I got I got a little anxiety, but you know, um, uh, I asked the waitress, I'm like, oh, do you have any gin? You know, what's your gin selection like? She looked at me weird, like what? <laughs> gin, and I'm like, like zero. Yeah, but <laughs> like, uh, go to the liquor store down the street. <laughs> <laughs> it, as if, <laughs> as if you would have it. <laughs> so uh, she went. She's like, yeah, we have a. Uh, she said, she said all all these ones, and uh, the only one that I that and they were all just the standards, except they didn't have Bombay. And not that I'm a Bombay person, but um, but that's like the standard for gin. Uh, that and Tanqueray, but I'm slowly learning. Uh, or at least I'm slowly feeling that um, Tanqueray just seems to be the middle road uh, for gin. They, I think they had Seagram's too. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's like, no. I would have thought Beef Eater is, is like the standard. Tanqueray or Beef Eater are like those are the two yeah. that like they have to have. No, no. Coming from a person that doesn't really drink gin, I would say Tanqueray, Bombay, like those would probably be the only names that I would recognize if I didn't try anything else. They did have beef eater. They did have beef eater, and I was just like, oh, okay. oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do Tanqueray. I wasn't feeling the the beef eater there. So yeah, so uh, going there was uh, was interesting. I spent how many days did I spend there? I spent it was two days, two nights. So we got there Friday uh, about. Five o'clock, six o'clock, and then the the whole the whole thing too was you know I was kind of going along on this trip. I got invited. I didn't really, I, not that I didn't want to go, but I, I I was like, man, I don't know. Me leaving California and, and going to another state, you know, and COVID's happening, and I don't know how to feel about that. Or, you know, what what is what does Arizona feel like? But, uh, you know, I had to get out of my, my comfort zone, and, and I hadn't been out of my house, really, uh, unless you, you know, call, like, going to the grocery store out of the house. So I'm like, well, this is like me going to the grocery store, but, like, far away. Out of state. <laughs> yeah, out of state grocery store. So I, so I was like, all right, you know, I, I got to do something, you know, uh, with my time, especially because we were on, on break. You know, we, we took that time off, and, uh, and I was like, all right, let, let's do it. So, you know, we, we drove up there and uh, it's like a six hour. I This is my second time to Arizona. The first time I went to go visit the Grand Canyon and um, that was cool. But we only did it and we did a turnaround trip. So we went there that night 
did it and then came back like literally like the next day and um that was that was i mean the, the grand canyon is so grand you know what i mean so there's like a lot to do but i always just say well it's just a big hole you know it's a very manly thing you know we're just looking at them like yep that's a hole yep that's it's big yeah, yeah. you know but there's so much <laughs> that's, that's to there. there like i mean there's a lot going on there. You should. Well, when things open up, actually, Arizona's open up enough to where are they doing tours of Grand Canyon? Yeah, oh, Arizona is like <laughs> almost. Well, they were open, open up. up like from the beginning. <laughs> no, because actually, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, uh, uh, had posted that they were they were going to the Grand Canyon, and uh, and they were asking for do's and don'ts. So I said, don't fall in. It's <laughs> definitely <laughs> a don't. Yeah. Uh, but they said apparently the Grand Canyon only the like the southern part of the Grand Canyon is open, like that's the only part that you can go and visit. I don't I don't know where the distance is. Like I don't know like the actual measurements of like how far is the north from the south. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> like, well, I, a lot of it has to do with it, the Grand Canyon is so big that you have to take buses uh, from one end to the next, or just even just if you want to go to the next stop. Um, so I, I'm assuming they just don't want to put that many people in that close proximity, uh, on a bus and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm hopping along on the, on this, uh, on this excursion to Arizona, Sedona, uh, specifically. Um, and, and part of me too is curious uh, as far as, cause I know the Dodgers are going to start their spring training. So, a little bit was like okay, it's it's somewhere around here. So in my mind, I'm like, what's the drive like? What is, you know, if if I want to go check out spring training because they're opening it up for a limited capacity of 25 percent, and um, I've always wanted to go to spring training and go check it out. And uh, may, maybe this is not the year to do it. Maybe I'll do it next year. But it's still getting me in that mindset. Like we've I've said before, kind of the way my mind works and the way I work is just doing those small steps at a time to kind of prepare me for things and and get me ready. So, um, I, I met, there was six of us. There was three guys, three, uh, three, uh, females and, uh, they were going to go hiking and I'm like, okay, hiking is, I'm fine with that. I, I can go hike. So that night, you know, we went out. It was just me. And, it was the boys. It was it was me, this guy Victor, and my buddy Juan. We all went out to that bar to go eat because I was starving, and um, that's where I was just drinking. And I was drinking a lot, you know, um, just because I I hadn't had so much different types of alcohol around me, and um, so I was just drinking a lot. And then they they were not really drinking that much. Uh, we we get we get back and then I I brought a flask of scotch and I'm drinking that and you know <laughs> before you know it you know I'm a I'm asleep and it's it's time to get ready to go to this you know to this trail to this hike and um, these these guys that I went with are not serious hikers but they've been hiking for a while and they're kind of more prepared. I, I should say in doing this, but you know, um, the, the person that is me is, you know, like, well, you know, it's, it's a hike. It's not really crazy. You know, it's just a trail. So we finally get there and it's about an hour away. 
we we get there and um and we start doing the trail and then all of a sudden about a mile in the the trail then stops and you look up because the trail goes up and by up i mean now this hike has become rock climbing and i was not prepared for that i was like wait <laughs> wait here i am half hung over you know, but and to be fair, they didn't know either because they're just like, oh, let's go to Cathedral Rock. It's cathedrals in the name. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, I'm like, yeah, that's because you could die. You know what I mean? From from this place it's where they're going to bury you. And so they're like, well, they're like, we came this your last right. Yeah. They're like, well, we came this far. Let's just let's just hike on up and see what this is all about. And I'm just like, oh, shit. All right. So we go and literally this this hike, guys, is is really I mean, anybody could do it. But, dude, I mean, it takes a lot out of you, which, again, I was not ready for. I'm, I'm just going to just be like, dude, this was not expected. And there, there are parts of it where you're doing the rock and I am literally crawling up using my hands, my knees crawling up. And I get about three fourths of the way there and that's when you know the the uh not the fatigue but the the drinks kick in you know what i mean the 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 hangover just starts happening and i'm just like you know what guys i think i'm good <laughs> i'm like you know had i had i known about this or had we discussed this i'm like i don't know i wouldn't have i wouldn't have partied on friday like this was just a walk you know i would have taken this way more seriously yeah. you, you were thinking california hike where it's like just going through a park like you know the, the moms doing these hikes you know this was in arizona like you know well what made it worse is as i'm like going down but but luckily there was a, a another uh person who she just wasn't prepared for this either. And she was just like, dude, like I, she's like, she's like, I can't do this anymore. But she stopped a little bit before me. So I'm like, well, I'll just go pick her up and then we'll just like go down together. And the other, everyone else was like, all right, cool. And they just went like, like I'm talking like Tom Cruise, you know, with chalk in their hands going up, you know what I mean? Mission impossible two status. And I'm just like, what the hell? You know what I mean? And and to make matters worse, as I'm like going down with uh, this other girl, her name is Charlene, as we're, as we're walking down, I see dogs, like little chihuahuas, like going up the hill. I see <laughs> m like moms with like two kids on their back, like just, ah. Like anti-gravity chihuahuas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, I just feel so like, oh, I'm an idiot. Like I'm. No, no, no. Yeah. You're, you're not. Okay. No, no. When, when my, one of my old coworkers and I went to Hawaii, we went through, uh, we were trying to get into this waterfall, right? And it's like somebody got smart and actually put a rope that you had to like pull yourself up and, you know, go into this waterfall because it was like a local's place. And so me and her are looking at it like we can't climb this wall. And then we see somebody like dig up that rope and they're pulling across. So, you know, same thing. Mom with kid on her back, just like, you know, chugging over this rope to get to this gorgeous waterfall. And we're over here like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. She made it look so easy with her kid on her back. Yeah. And the, and and the, another addendum to this uh, trip was I was like, oh, I could go do photography. So I brought my camera, but luckily I brought my not so good camera. I have two cameras. I have a camera that I use professionally when I get hired for gigs and for weddings and whatnot. And then I have my other camera, which is my first camera, which was just kind of like my fun camera. Like, you know, like, like I can take with me and if, you know, if I get robbed, I just laugh at them and be like, ah, go ahead, rob me. You know what I mean? You have a, a shitty camera, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but you know, like, you know, I have to prepare for stuff like that. So I was like, okay, you know, but there was like sand everywhere and dust storms and shit. And, and be, and when I started climbing, I was like, the, my, my, uh, camera became a hindrance. And I was just like, dude, I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, this camera's getting dinged up. So I had to put it in my camel back and put it in the back and use it. So like, I took a few, like very few photos. I believe it was like 28 photos that I took of the entire trip. And the one that you're seeing is one of them that I took in the back. And, um, so, so anyway, that was just a, a little side addendum, uh, of, of another reason why, cause I wanted to, you know, shoot photography and stuff like that. Cause I, I dig that stuff. And, um, so we, we get back down and then like two hours later, everybody comes back down. And by then I'm like cold because I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm like, you know, like when you're climbing, you're hot and stuff. But now that I'm, I've been just, we've been just waiting, you know, I'm freezing. And, uh, they finally come back down. They're like, all right, that was great. Oh my God. It was, you know, this and that. They're like, like, like some people were like, yeah, I meditated for like 30 minutes. And then I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> like you had us waiting down here, you know? And, um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then they're like, all right, let's go. You know, let's go back to the car. And I'm like, yes, let's go back to the car. And then they're like, all right, now we're going to go do another trail. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you want to do another trail? They're like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm starving. I, you know, like, I'm like, for breakfast I had soup, <laughs> you know, like I, none of us knew that, you know, this was gonna happen, you know. And I, yeah, I had trail mix, but I'm like, I went, I blazed through that, you know, like the first <laughs> hour of like the the rock climbing, and they're like, all right, all right. So then we all split off really quick, and then we all went to go eat, and then we met at another trail, which was way like easier there was like no mountains no nothing it was literally a a nice peaceful trail and i was like oh my god like why didn't we do this first like you know what i mean like like this i could have done day for days you know what i mean and so we we go we do that and um i went with um some people and and three of the girls that were there were empaths and that was the first time i ever learned about empaths do you guys know about empaths it sounds familiar they the I'm that, not no they're, they're they're the ones that can feel your emotions right yeah which i was just like you didn't feel my emotions going up that rock like what the hell <laughs> you know like <laughs> you're not very good yeah <laughs> you need to switch around those uh you know <laughs> empathic empathicisms or or whatever my aura screaming i know (laughs) (laughs) some empaths you are you know (laughs) but yeah that was my 
can't remember empaths. Yeah, and so they were like super into uh, uh, what do they call them? Oh uh, man, I uh, earlier today I was talking with um, with David, and uh, I, I had I had this whole vortexes. They were into vortexes, and what a vortex is is. Uh, and this is why they wanted to come to Arizona is, is that Arizona is known to have all these different types of vortexes um, and, and the, basically these energy fields that are really awesome. And so they wanted to go just like feel all these energy fields. So they had a bunch of these vortexes that they wanted to do in one day. And I'm like, you guys can't just spread them out. And so we went to that second place for that vortex when we got back they're like we're going to the third vortex i'm like what again (laughs) you know it's like these guys i mean i mean bless them you know what i mean i mean that's cool that that's the stuff that they're into and uh you know they really know how to pack a day in but at some point in this vacation i'm like when is when does the fun happen (laughs) you know like don't get me wrong i mean you know what baby Maybe that one girl was an empath, and that's why she stopped knowing that you were going to stop and come back for her. Maybe. May- maybe. Maybe. That that could be. The other ones were like, oh, we're fine because we have the other people there, too. Oh. That that could be it, too. That's, that's a stretch. <laughs> she, she, she felt your pain. She knew you were going to give up. <laughs> okay. Well, no. Empaths are different, though. They don't sympathize they feel your pain they feel your emotions like it's different right yeah wrong? yeah no no you're you're exactly right but again again this is my first um you know experience with with somebody that's an empath or a few people that are empaths i should say and they're like, like you went from sapiosexuals to, to empath i know <laughs> <laughs> what's the world saying albert you need to experience the the spectrum of of females that are out there. So, um, yeah, but, but by then my buddy hit my other buddy that I came with, his knee was all messed up and he's like, I'm going home. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'll just go with you. Cause we took two cars and they went off again to their next vortex. And I'm just like, Whoa, dude. Whoa. They, they were they're in. I don't quote me on this, but they were into aliens. And later on that night we were supposed to go, uh, you know, to a, another vortex and try to make contact uh, with aliens, but everybody was finally everybody was so exhausted, <laughs> or at least they were uh, getting my exhaustion and feeling it. And they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that." <laughs> and uh, that was uh, that was interesting. Then the next morning, you know, uh, me and my buddy it was time for us to leave uh, to head back because um, I was I was a little shitting it because I do have a fish named Doctor Manhattan. And I went and I bought these these pills where you put in. They're good for like seven days of food. But I'm the like, feeders? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, is this even real? Like, you know what I mean? So I was, I was. It's just a, a slowly dissolving pill, but you never know if it works or not. You know, it's like the little tablets that you throw in and they slowly dissolve. But who knows if it actually works or not? <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to come back home and uh, at least feed Dr. Manhattan give him a meal uh, to, to come back. But this was also my first time um, being able to sleep with people around me. 
And it, it really gets you thinking about your morning routine. Because my morning routine is so... Oh, man, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's just so confined, uh, maybe is the word that I'm looking for, where it's like I just wake up and I literally don't... I mean, I don't talk to anybody um, unless I have an interview, but that's not till like 11 o'clock. So I'm literally silent all day. And if I don't have an interview, then I can go days, you know, without speaking to anybody. Unless it's like through text, you know, but... Uh, I don't consider that using my voice. So there are times where I just don't talk to anybody. Uh, I go days. And and I only... I've done that with the whole work from home thing before to where I literally have not spoken a word. David's. Yeah. So um, this is my first time dealing with with kind of all that. And um, I was like, oh, I was, I was like. I was like, this is strange. And where I was sleeping, I was sleeping in the uh, in in the living room, and um, right next to the kitchen. So as soon as everybody woke up, and everybody were, they were all go getters, waking up like at six thirty, six in the morning <laughs> to go to go do all their stuff. You know, I'm not used to waking up to at least nine, maybe ten o'clock. And, you know, they're making breakfast, cooking, all this clutter. And it's just like, oh, my God, like, this is what it's like to live with other people. I don't, I don't think I can. <laughs> this is not this is not for me. It was uh, really interesting uh, just to get myself out of that uh, kind of norm of just being by yourself and having that whole routine and just kind of shaking things up. So that was kind of is it is it more is it more the fact like you haven't been with somebody like I mean because you've been alone for so long that you're just so used to your own routine because I could say that because I mean you know I've I've been you know on my own and and then living with Annabelle it's it gets uh you know it was a, a whole new thing like what time does she get up to like. I, I wait, like, wait in bed till she wakes up, or, like, if she wakes, like, I'm tired, so it's one of those, like, what do you do to to fit into somebody else's schedule without disturbing your own for too much? Exactly. That didn't take very long, though. In our situation, it was different. It was like, hey, I gotta get up for work, and he'd still be in bed, so I'm just like, alright, here, kiss goodbye, gotta go to work. <laughs> But I get the awkwardness. It's just like, do I still lay here? Do I leave? <laughs> what do I do? And not only that, but like, what do I wear to sleep? You know what I mean? I'm so used to uh, not wearing a shirt and sleeping. I think that's a little bit more awkward for girls than it is for guys. Uh, well, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I've seen my body and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ready to see this. So, um, so that was weird Where, wearing a, wearing a shirt to sleep and, you know, being all feeling all constricted and whatnot. So, uh, it was, I mean, you know, you, you, I guess you got to do that. You got to put yourself out of your norm, you know, and, uh, granted I am glad to be back at home, but, um, you know, it was, a it was an interesting experience. It was, it, I don't even, I don't even want to call it a vacation of more of if it was just me getting um outside of my com my comfort zone 
with other people, especially these are all new, brand new people that have entered my life. You know, so a lot of it is is I not that I have to make a good impression, but it's just like, oh, you know, like and, you know, I, I came upon, you know, these are my buddy's friends. So, you know, it's like, I don't know, like I, he vouched for me. So I got to, you know, make a really good impression. Yeah. That's another thing when 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 like it's somebody else's group and then you don't like you don't want to disturb the group so you kind of you can't even like totally be yourself completely because you're trying to like kind of read the room type of thing like you know because there's gonna be like those inside jokes that you don't get and and the fact that they're way more energetic and in the morning than you are like oh okay we're doing this now huh all right okay (laughs) exactly let me wake up without waking up yeah i feel you Exactly. So it was uh, definitely uh, uh, something interesting. But that was my first trip that I took in like two years. And uh, it was funny because the, the the last trip that I took was, again, to Arizona for the Grand Canyon. So um, which, of course, but it was a very different time, uh, clearly, uh, than now. But uh, I will say this. I did eat inside. Um, th- th- there was indoor dining galore. So, um that was that was interesting, you know. It was just like, oh my god, here I am eating inside. Wow, such luxury, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is the other half lives. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's kind of uh, where I was at. But um, going back to the Urban Dictionary, uh, you know, coming full that was my that was my yeah that was my 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 trip experience and. Uh, uh, and everything um but uh going back to uh the urban dictionary what did we say we said words that have uh, that that we invented uh that are now actual words karen karen being a karen that i mean that i mean that's a word but we only associated it as a name now it is a an adjective you know it is it is. Um, let's see. Let's see what's trending. Ghetto spread is trending right now. What is the definition of ghetto spread? Let's let's find out. Let's. A ghetto spread is what you make in jail when you can't afford the ingredients for real spread. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That, that, that's interesting. Let's see. Uh, there's the Dirk. I have no idea what that is. D U R K, and it's a Neanderthal patriarch responsible for the great uh, two twenty thousand BC fire party, having discovered wine and a fire. Close in proximity, Dirk threw one hellacious root and tooted uh, wild cave party. Uh, three fourths of the known world attended. Uh, well, of course, it was a three fourths of the world because I mean it was twenty thousand BC. There was only like forty people. You know what I mean? And uh, so, so I actually, I actually looked up um, the uh, not not the urban dictionary, but the actual dictionary. <laughs> and you mean the real dictionary? <laughs> the real dictionary? The one that, that you know everybody everybody's not gonna use this. Uh 
I guess, 12 funniest new words added to the dictionary in 2020. Okay. And uh, one of them is a sharence, which is a noun slash verb. A parent who frequently uses social media to share photos of uh, uh, of other details about their child. That's a lot of people. That, but no, 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 no. But but don't they have to put like proud mother or proud father alert? Like they have to uh, hashtag yeah, that. Yeah, they always do the proud aunt, and then they repost somebody else's post, and like, oh, proud mom or proud aunt or proud grandmother yeah. or proud friend. You got to do the <laughs> alerts. Uh, well, I got I, now. This one has a word of the day, and today's word of the day is Fauci, which is a unit of length. And let's all guess what the unit of length is. One short man. What is the word? Fauci. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what what does it say? Is is the actual length? I mean, like it's five six Fauci, feet. You're five. It's six feet because Doctor Fauci and his whole six feet. Apart, uh, I can't you were correct. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like, come on, it's, yeah, it's a Fauci. I need, yeah. I need, I need you to step a Fauci back. Yeah, we, <laughs> you need to get five Fauci's away from me uh, immediately. The ball was kicked uh, at the uh, Fauci yard line. Um, let's see. Let, let, let's see what, I, what else I could see. Uh, let's see that. <laughs> <laughs> There's they, they have an alphabet mafia, uh, which is a way cooler term for the LGBTQIA plus community. That that's what they're saying. That that's that, that's what they're they're saying. The they're that's what they are. They're the alphabet mafia. Yes, because they've taken all the letters <laughs> for themselves. I mean. Wouldn't they be the consonant? I mean, because I mean, they're oh, yeah, not. They don't have any vowels. Yeah, so they'd be like <laughs> the consonant mafia. I would say. Oh no, they do have an A and an I. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, okay, it's, and sometimes why? Because they, yeah. they added it. <laughs> oh man! So yeah. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> this is a, this. I just saw this one. And this is Smash the Guitar. <laughs> Do you know what, what that means? <laughs> I don't uh, really know. Not, not, not for the Urban Dictionary, no. <laughs> okay, yes. This is for the Urban Dictionary. To masturbate vigorously as if romancing one's beloved guitar. <laughs> Common among musicians and college freshmen. <laughs> Man, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> so, is romancing the guitar. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if. if, if <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Hey, I, I was like, hey, I, I'll be back. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, play a riff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's gonna not smashing the guitar, but playing a riff? Yeah, I. But I have three guitars. You like people are gonna think like I don't know, weird of me. You know, I have one acoustic, yeah, two gonna, electric. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a guitar solo. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> See, that sounds a little bit better than specials ago. Like, I need a uh, guitar solo. So here's what I got. One that's funny. So this is actually uh, in the dictionary. Beardo. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I dude, I not saying I invented that, but uh, you know, I 
I commonly refer to that as all the beardos out there, you know, the people that have beards. <laughs> yep. It's a noun, a nickname for a person with a beard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's a weirdo with the it's the, it's the creeper with the beard. Well, they didn't necessarily have to be creepers. They, I mean, let's not give them that. Well, you wouldn't associate the weirdo with the beard unless they were a weirdo. Yeah. So um, no. Well, I mean, I, I, I went. Most most weirdos have mustaches, <laughs> so it, it's like you know. I would say. The mustache guys are a little weirder than the beard guys. Trying to protect my boy here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of weirdos, let's talk about Winnie the Pooh sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought it up. <laughs> I saw you posted that, and I was just like, oh, I got to write that down. It. I did post it. Matt actually asked me, because I've said it before, the Winnie the Pooh sex. Uh, as you know, as and I want to say, when you're young and vibrant and new and like sex, you you just rip all your clothes off and you don't care where it lies and other shit. But as you get older and you know you got kids, you you can't take off all your clothes. You, you you have sex with just like your shirt on. <laughs> so you have no bottoms. You look like Winnie the Pooh. I don't know, man. I mean, not that I've had sex, but like I. Would have to take off my shirt. Like I sleep with my shirt off. You know what I mean. So uh, that would. Uh, it just seems too constricting. You know. You know, but it, have I, you had Winnie the Pooh sex? Huh? Have you had Winnie the Pooh yes, sex? Yes. <laughs> Wait, like I said, you know, sometimes when there's kids, you you and you have to pull the under the cover thing. You're not gonna fucking. It looks. It looks less. Less. Uh, Conspicuous if you have a shirt on, you because you're, 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 you're underneath the, the covers or something, or you know you're busting the quickie, so you you, know, you can't do all the you take take all the clothes off because you're gonna like, I gotta dress quick. <laughs> but that doesn't work. Where... And then sometimes sometimes you're just you know as you get older, like you said, you you start feeling kind of self conscious about your body. <laughs> you're not seeing the bottom part; you're seeing the top parts. <laughs> I'm telling you. The old the people, our listeners. If anybody thinks I'm wrong, I'm telling you. Anybody who has kids or anything as older than where we were, how we first started having sex, you have the Winnie the Pooh sex. If you're having Winnie the Pooh sex, email us drinkstowardsby at gmail dot com, or just slide in a DM or leave a comment. Uh, let us know that you Winnie the Pooh. Uh, when you sex, and that should be in the Urban Dictionary to bring it all full yeah. circle. I mean, well, let's... Winnie the Pooh is when you're having sex with your shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> bottom of sitting there, sitting there wanting some honey. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, that is insane. Um, because uh, yeah, we all got you know beer guts and stuff. You don't, you don't feel sexy. Yeah, you know, get the. As I said to somebody, you know, now you got the stump under the bump. <laughs> yeah, I, I and I, I mean, this isn't helping. You know, the, this whole this whole me drinking beer right now is is not helping. I yeah. mean, I've done my best to you know curb the carbs, uh, and uh, although although on this vacation uh, I, I I went total carb uh, carbaceous overload. Yeah, I went carb <laughs> overload. I did. 
uh, because I wanted a BLT A. I wanted a BLT AC or BLT CA, which the C was the cheese, and that that threw off the BLT. You know, I, I'm, I'm I like cheese, but I'll give you I'll give you the A. This, the cheese, this, the C, no, not in a BLT. Yeah, yeah, never again. You know, I, I did it because I'm like, maybe this is the way Arizona does it, and I was like, they're not doing it right. <laughs> the another odd thing, real quick, to just to go back to Arizona, but another odd thing is, I didn't see any Dodger fans out there. It was so odd. There, I'm like, so wow, you guys are really Diamondback fans. That was a uh, an odd. <laughs> An odd thing. I was watching TV. They had the their 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 hockey team playing, and you know they had the Phoenix Suns on, and I was just like, "Wow!" <laughs> like they're into it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're in another state, you're in the area. They're going to be fans of that. <laughs> I thought that was, that was interesting. Um, another interesting thing is um, my name is now on Mars. Yeah. So explain that, like, because they they launched Perseverance what nine years ago? No, they launched it uh, twenty twenty nineteen. Oh, it was two. It was two years, ago. two years ago. Yeah. So uh, a few years ago, um, I found out that I forgot how I found out too. Um, I think I was. I think I was. I, I was working at my current job. I think I barely got there. And yes, this is yeah, that that's right because I I went to see when I when I did it and it was in October of 2019. And I was looking to see if I talked about this, but we were that was at the end of our first season. And so we were on a break. And uh, and so uh, NASA has this program and maybe I'll put the link. I'll, I'll put the link on the show notes if anybody else is interested. Because I did it a few times. Because um, uh, my next my next time that my name will be there is in 2026. Is uh, scheduled for the next time that my name is going to be there. But NASA has a program where you can uh, put in your name. And they take up to like 200,000 names to put on like a little like you know, disc or whatever. And, uh, it, you know, it get, it goes to Mars in the little, uh, uh, robot that they send out there because they're doing this to create more awareness. Uh, so people have more of a connectivity to the, you know, those robots that are out there, uh, on Mars. So I thought that was an interesting, uh, way to, to, okay. So basically, your name is like on a a, heart, a little fucking drive. Yeah, on a flash like a drive. Bunch of other people's names. Yeah, on a flash drive with, and it just stays on Perseverance. They're not like dropping it in like on Mars and letting it soak up into the dust or anything. It it's literally inside Perseverance. Your yeah. name is inside Perseverance. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So so if aliens come and they download that, you're gonna die. <laughs> I no. How do you know? They may fall in love with me. They may think this is the list of the most important people uh, on Earth, and we need to save these people. So we don't even know. I hope I'm. I'm hoping I get probed because I haven't been probed in forever. So. 
You want to do the probing. You want to probe. You know, oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But, I mean, after... Yeah, there, there's there's another Urban Dictionary pegging. <laughs> I, dude, I found out about that so, like, weird. I was doing a... I was, I was doing a... Um, I can't remember I was doing a, a photography uh, for this event. At the time, I was uh, doing live events uh, with... Um, I, I'm not going to go too into detail because then people find out uh, some stuff. But I was doing some live events, uh, you know, interviewing bands and doing photography for this uh, little uh, company. And um, one of the photographers I, I, I had known from other shoots that we kind of worked together uh, for this company. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she, she's like, me and my fiance right now into pegging. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what is that? You know what I mean? Like, does that have to do with like saving money or like? You're not even saying. Oh, yes. Hey. <laughs> and, and then she told me, and I go, what? <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> is I wonder if is that in the Urban Dictionary? Yeah, it has oh, to be. I, right? I am dead, dead, dead sure that that is in the Urban Dictionary. Peg. Okay. Well, what what are the odds? Let's see. Pegging. All right. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the definition. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yep. There it is, sir. There it is. Okay. So, yeah. So, that was... It's new- gotten... I'm... I'm... I mean, to each their own. To each their own. To each, to their, each own. their own. You know, I you mean, know. I don't judge. I don't judge. I mean, that we that, all have weird things. We all have weird. We all have our things. That, I mean, to to some that's probing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the yeah, there's there's a couple a couple terms that that revolve around th- similar things like that. Uh, I'll stick to the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that, that's what you're going to be known for. Yeah, I'll stick to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you guys want to uh, go ahead and um, get your name or your kid's name or whatever, you know what I mean? Maybe next time I'll put the bar's name, uh, you know, uh, on, on there. Uh, I'll put the link on um, drinkstowardsby.com. And uh, go ahead, and uh, from there you can do it. But uh, again, um, I did it again, and uh, my next time my name is going to go up there is 2026. So it fills up fast because uh, this is kind of a – I don't know. I think that, that that's a cool thing. Do, do you think that's a cool thing? I do. I mean, it's – I I mean, if you really love space and and – because I, I know people are doing those like you buy a constellation or you buy a star yeah. and like that's your star. I don't I don't understand how that works because I mean like you don't know who else got the same star. I know. But anyway, it's like uh, but I mean it's cool. I mean if it makes you like like you said like if it if it makes you feel closer to the sky to, to science space what, however you want to make you feel man anything that makes you feel good or you, or you like do it. You know, outside of anything illegal, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say serial killers just kill because it makes you happy. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I guess it's not 
something that I go out of my way for? Like, is there a price tag on this? No, it's free. It's free. It just takes it just takes uh, like two minutes, you know, to register and uh, put it out there. So um, I would highly encourage uh, people to uh, go do that. I'm you know, I am attracted to space. Uh, I I really do enjoy that. You know, I've I've always been into the sci-fi uh, of things, uh, though, except for except for the first Star Trek. I didn't like the first Star Trek. Um, I did like the Next Generation. Uh, that was that was my Star Trek. Uh, the, the first one, no. Yeah, but... I, I I'm a big generation. I'm, I'm a Picard guy. Yeah, Jean Luc. Yeah, Jean Luc. That which, by the way, in hopefully ten years from now, when. I uh, hopefully if I me and Doctor Manhattan have a great relationship and I don't kill him, uh, Jean Luc will probably be the ne- my the name of my next uh, <laughs> fish. But uh, but let me I mean Doctor Manhattan's doing good, so I'm 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 excited uh, yeah. for all that uh, going on. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big sci-fi guy too, and, and all this, but I always wondered like why we haven't done more with the moon. We landed there. 50 years ago and i'm just like hey, we could do more there than worry about going to mars right like set up a little base you were figuring to use up a base now try your space stuff on the moon before you try your your stuff in mars because it takes so much longer I mean, why have we boycotted the moon it's not that we haven't boycotted um maybe we've had this discussion or maybe i've had it with somebody else but uh, there's a fun fact about the moon that many people don't know, and that is the dust on the moon. Anytime you kick up dust, it's not regular dust. It is essentially um, knives because it's so sharp that it, if, if it cuts any part, it can literally cut your, your you know, your suit. So uh, there's there's kind of that thing going on, which I, I you know I'm not saying Mars has that or not, but you know there is that fact, and um, I do think that uh, Mars is going to be more of like LAX, you know, uh, I mean not not Mars, but the Moon is going to be LAX as far as when we start colonizing, you know, because you know because in all honesty, I think that's what's really what this is about is the colonization of other habitable planets. And um, when we do start colonizing, I think the moon will just be like the, okay, now we're going to launch it to the moon. And then from there, you know, we're going to launch it to the next uh, stratosphere of wherever else you guys are going type thing. So I would have thought the space station would have been that. I would think the space station is, is like the first is their first stop. You dock. You know, you have lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, the space you know, station you... is small. The space station only holds like twelve people. I want to say six Americans and uh, six uh, Russians. So, I don't th- that's and that's for testing. Small, really. And that, and that's purely for testing. And you know, I personally think just kind of they're just looking out into the world and and kind of our our radar. For any meteors, of course, this is all speculation. You know what I mean, but uh, that—that's what I think. It won't happen in our lifetime. I don't know. It's not gonna happen in our lifetime. Well, it, it's not, but the, the precursors will. 
as far as um, I mean, I mean, did you know about this program called the Viking Program? So the Viking Program uh, happened in 1972, and we actually that was our first probe that we sent out to Mars. So we've already we've already established some sort of connection with Mars in 1972. It's just now that our technology and everything like that is advanced, now we can send more things. And Mars again, I wonder if Mars is going to get its own electoral vote because it's inhabited by like six robots. So it's truly a robot planet at this point. So I wonder if there's going to be more. And I I speculate there will because in 2026 I, is the next mission that I know of. There might be some more before yes. that. I'm just thinking in, in the worst case sci-fi movie where all the robots we send up there are going to band together and, and, and come back and kill us all. <laughs> I don't think, the, I mean, you're just going to leave me out here. huh? You're just going to throw me away. Huh? All right. <laughs> well, it is going to be interesting when we do, because, okay. One thing I do know is in 2026, supposedly we're going to start terraforming Mars. This is, this is common knowledge. Um, the, uh, this should be what people know. But in 2026, we're going to start. So what that means is we are going to send a nuclear blast to hit Mars and create an atmosphere there. That's just not smart. Well, I mean, nobody lives there. We don't even know. You know what I mean? So, I mean, this is this is interesting. So it's it's essentially... Um, we're recreating the Big Bang Theory there and, and to see if we can uh, start terraforming, building atmospheres and stuff like that to uh, create a habitable planet for, uh, for, for humans. Doesn't seem... I don't know. Uh, again, I am not here to judge anybody and what they're going to do because... The people who are thinking this up are much smarter than I am, you know. So obviously they've run their scenarios and think it's 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 plausible. I just again, <clears throat> I don't see that much happening within my lifetime uh, before we start doing. Like it'd be great to to explore the idea of Star Trek worlds and like everything's clean and the world's perfect and we're going to space to explore, but. Ultimately, that may happen. We don't know. You know what I mean? Um, that's why they've been sending like they did a test with twins. So they sent one twin out into space and they, of course, the other twin stood here and they kind of put him through the same uh, rigorous, you know, tests and stuff like that to see what the body can take, what uh, the uh, degradation of the body takes when it's out in space because it takes a lot, man. It's not used to that that type of atmosphere and um, that kind of environment. So uh, they 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 did a, a documentary on it too. So uh, they mm-hmm. brought back the other twin and they did they did more tests and stuff just to see kind of what uh, what what it would happen on the body because I mean you're comparing the same body essentially. Uh, same genetic makeup to see what would happen with all the genetics and stuff like that. But uh, I think what would happen uh, is that's when we kind of get into the DNA and the uh, kind of um, what is it called? The CRISPR. I don't know if you're familiar with the, with the CRISPR 
uh, that they're creating, which is uh, you put your DNA in there and they kind of uh, change it around so you can uh, add things into that DNA to kind of make your DNA a little bit more stronger, whether it's add gills or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, that stuff's out there, man. I mean, and, and I mean, people are going to be like, you're a conspiracy sure theorist, is. Albert. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not saying you are. I'm, I'm, I'm not, and I'm not saying that that isn't, that isn't stuff that's happening. I just, you know, I, I guess I'm more, I'd rather be the, the naive one to think like, I, I have nothing to do with it. So, I, you know, I'll freak out the first time I see somebody with gills, but it's probably <laughs> something that's you know, going to happen one day. Like, oh, wait. It could. Like, that's it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. They'll probably be getting more play than me. I'm like, fuck, now I got to get gills in order to, like, get a date. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Just, Underwater dates. Yeah. Just like in The Boys. Did you ever, have you, do you watch The Boys? I've, I, I haven't watched the news, the first, the full uh, oh. new season. I, dude, I'm sorry, but uh, yes, uh, the he's got the the things in his in his ribs and stuff. He yeah, goes, and that girl is like all into it, and she like wants to like, yeah. she wants to was it smashes his guitar gills, you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to stick her hand in there, like yeah. Oh, get away from me. <laughs> um, wow. So we 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 talked a lot about Mars and stuff like that for. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, in any bar, they're probably talking about that stuff right now. Had the bars been open, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure. Like, had we been, had the bar been open, it would have been showing the the landing. Of, I would have asked. You know, I would have. You, you know, yeah, they would have put it on because the people would have been interested. If you can watch a high speed chase, you can watch, you know, Mars landing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first thing somebody finds out there's a chase. Turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> or even better, ima- imagine later on in the future, a high-speed chase, but in Mars. You know what I mean? Like, whoa. <laughs> Those cops on Mars, man, they, they don't know how to how to stop these high-speed chases. <laughs> my rover, yeah. My, my, right. my rover's flying. <laughs> high-speed rover chase. The, the speed's got up to five miles an hour. Whoa. Yeah. Get back here. Um, man, uh, you know, in, in getting ready to go to vacation, I got really into um, vitamin pills. So um, I've been so, like, getting into it. Um, I, I bought some vitamin D just because I'm inside a lot, you know, and I'm like, maybe I'm not getting enough D uh, in me. <laughs> I know. I, I know you're. You know what I mean. Um, it was a setup. You said yeah, you I know. I know. <laughs> and um, and I got uh, what else did I get? I got this thing called Rishi mushroom, uh, which is supposed to help with your immunity or your your immune system. And then uh, turmeric, and I got turmeric, which which helps with uh, your 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 blood. Your blood and um, uh, if you uh, are a frequent uh, urinator, as myself, um, which is breaking the seal, essentially, you know, once because I'm like, man, once I break the seal, it's fucking it's over. So I'm taking turmeric to see if that'll kind of cure that. Um, and I, it, it has. 
in, in in a sense when I'm not drinking alcohol. Alcohol is like the one thing though yeah. that once I break the seal, it's, it, it's over. It's it's like it's like liquid drainer. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> but but uh, what's your pill game like? What's your vitamin game like, David? Uh, do you believe um, in vitamins? I'm actually, I'm actually on a I'm on, on a, a one day pill. You know the one days, so the multivitamin. Uh, I'm doing the multivitamin. I take my normal uh, allergy medicine, singular Zyrtec. Uh, Annabelle and I have been doing uh, uh, detox teas. So I've been more on the tea game. Been doing the tea game. Uh, so to try to, you know, cleanse my body and soul type of thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, as far as other pills, I mean, I, I do the multivitamin only to, like, to, to kind of cover everything. I haven't had to really. I have. I haven't taken initiative because vitamins are expensive. They are. Vitamins get fucking expensive. There's there was a huge sale that Edible and I found at Walgreens. They were doing like buy one get one free or buy one get one fifty percent off. I don't know if it's still going. If you but if your pill game is is that, go to Walgreens. Go try to find some. My, cheap vitamins. my bill game is not that, um, but everyone's like, oh, just buy it on Amazon. I'm like, Jeff Bezos has enough money. He doesn't need more money. So I, I, I just kind of went to the vitamin store, and it's weird walking around the vitamin store. That's become my new fascination, my new hobby, because I walk around, and I'm like, I'm like what, what other vitamins are out there? And I found a vitamin that is shark cartilage, and I'm like, who? What? Why? Why? Why is there shark cartilage? What? What need does somebody you know have that they they have to have shark cartilage? It's weird. Well, what does, does it, it say? Your cartilage? No, no. You would think, right? But uh, I, I looked it up. Uh, to see uh, why people would do shark cartilage, and um, I'll tell you why. But you can only do six months of shark cartilage because it really like uh, affects you. Um, and I, I have more than that. You turn into a shark. You, can you probably, you know. And I and I and I had it all queued up. Okay, what does... make you a better swimmer? Yeah, Dave, you should take that. Okay, so shark cartilage is most famously used for cancer, including a type of cancer called Kaposi's sarcoma, obviously. Uh, that is the most common, and for people with HIV. Really? Yeah, for HIV infection. And it's also used for arthritis and uh, wound healing. And um, and for the retina for your eye uh, due to diabetes. This somehow feels strangely familiar to like when they were whaling for whale parts and they had no real like, hey, this actually can benefit you, but let's just kill the whales. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, let's just kill the sharks. <laughs> let's just kill the sharks. Lip, lipstick was was famous for for whales. You know what I mean. That's what they were using. Yeah. Uh, and wax it, and whatever. Was yeah, whale blubber was like big for soap too, right? Yeah. Back yeah. No. Yeah, but at the same time, it was one of those like it'll heal you, but we have no idea if it'll actually. 
Well, that's why animals have gone extinct. Like, you know, like rhinoceroses and like their horns are supposed to make you vigorous. So I was like, all right, like I need, I need a dick pill. So I'm going to kill a rhinoceros. Like, <laughs> I think we need to, we need to cut back on the animals and, and all these like so-called. Let's not kill the sharks. They keep balance in our lives. Yeah. Well, it's like same as anything. Although, you know, shark is probably delicious. But did you know that the sharks are old? Are the oldest living thing on this planet? They they're because old. They're predators. But they're older than the dinosaurs. They're older than the trees. They they're Maybe older than us. See that yeah. I don't get. See a shark like you know versus a water dinosaur probably wouldn't have made it. But I get I get that the the shark is the oldest because they're predators. Yeah, and it makes sense because Earth was mainly water, so um, mm-hmm. it, it it makes sense to me. Yeah, I I, I thought that was uh, interesting. That's what that's what I fuck with the water. I like the ocean is it scares me because there's there's stuff we have yet to find. Like we're exploring space, but we can't even get to the depths of the ocean because there's too much pressure. Yeah, you know, and there's stuff down there that like. Like they found animals that light up. Yeah, <laughs> glow in the dark. Fish that like lights. Yeah, fuck, like, dude, okay, Finding Nemo. <laughs> yes, that thing is scary with those teeth. I'm not gonna try to go up against that shit. Those fucking teeth are razors. Like, oh, okay, it high. was a cartoon, man. It was a cartoon. It's a I real fish, fish, though. It is a real fish. But. I don't know. I'm not I'd rather run with the bulls than swim with the sharks. <laughs> and speaking of swimming with the sharks, sports! Sports! Yes, yes, sports indeed. Uh, I found this um, cool thing uh, rating um, NFL's most annoying fan base. I have the results with me. Okay. And is it me? Well, I mean, is <laughs> it you? <laughs> well, you're not in the NFL, as far as I know. Um, but I will say this: the Chargers are number thirty-two, so we have the least annoying fan base, which I I, I think is kind of correct. You know what I mean? Because we have no fan base. So there's like no. It, it's probably because it's the smallest fan base. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's basically just me and Albert. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the interesting one is uh, David's the Browns. What number do you think the Browns came in? Browns annoying fan base or like just terrible fan base? Most annoying fan base. Most what? Annoying. Uh, I'm gonna say the the. The latter half of the top ten, so I'm gonna say nine ten. They're number sixteen, so they're the middle. They're the middle uh, ground. I was gonna say, Albert. Remember when you were over here and he was going absolutely ballistic? <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't annoying. That wasn't annoying. It was just ballistic. So no, that was a little. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that, wasn't, that wasn't the Browns. That was Ohio State. Oh well, my bad. My college, bad. Oh, yeah. State just, just, just wait. Wait till you watch him. Watch the Browns. <laughs> okay, now we can do the. Now we'll do the top ten. Okay, 
The at number ten is Kansas Wait, can, City. Is there, is there guessing? Is there guessing though? Like who's number one? Yes, yes. But I, I'll I'll go down and then we'll guess uh, the 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 top five. But I'm I'm just gonna go uh, okay. through through. Okay. I know who it is. Who do you think for the number one? Well, you could take your guess right now. Dallas Cowboys. Number number two is number two is Raiders. Number or you can flip them. You can flip them. Okay, number nine is Washington. Okay, which the Washington football team, which I you know I I've never even seen a red or Washington football fan, so um, that was interesting. I was like, really, they're annoying, but whatever. Uh, number eight, the Raiders. The Raiders. That's that's way too low. I know. That's I know that's that way too low. But I mean, this is uh you know this is a poll that uh, the NFL took. Um, number seven, the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. This yeah, is one, only this one I I didn't understand, which is number six. The Packers. I don't know. I've, I've, I would have. I would have put the number three. Really? I've. I've never had an yeah. annoying. Uh, I don't know. I've. I've never no, had. No Packers fans as being a Packers fan. We can get quite annoying. <laughs> wait, wait. Now you're a Packer fan too. Yeah. See. That's... See how. See why she's annoying. Yeah. She's, she's I can't dip. have more than one team. <laughs> she's double. That's dip. right. You're. You're one of those. Uh. Okay, now let's go with number five. Who do you th- now? We're gonna go in the top five. We'll we'll we'll, we'll um... top five. I'm gonna say number five because it's hard. It's hard to put them in order like that way. So I'm gonna say uh, number five is the Eagles. Um, Annabelle, she there? No, I don't think she's there. Number no f- comment. Okay, number five is the Saints. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. who okay. do you who, who do you think uh, the number the number fourth most annoying team fan base? Patriots. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay with number three. Number three. Okay, this is gonna get tough because I know who my number one is. I know who I think I know who my number two is. So my number three. Let me. Uh, I'm trying to play this in my head. I'm like really taking this in, in like high consideration. Uh, okay, so the Saints. So number three is the. I'm gonna say the Eagles. No. Uh, Annabelle, did you want to weigh in? Who? Um, it's going to be something ridiculous, like the fucking dolphins. No. Like I don't no, know. No, <laughs> no. The do- although the dolphins are number twenty-five. Um, oh, okay. Well, uh, number three is the Steelers. They're my number two. See, that was my that was my biggest issue. They were my number two team. <laughs> By the way, uh, if if anyone cares, uh, the Rams were number twenty-two. Um, the number two most annoying fan base. 
They're, the, they're still my team. I'm still going to say the Eagles are top five. Yes, are you are correct. Five. You are correct. And yes. number one, you are correct, the Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yes, yes you are absolutely See, correct. I would have I would have said the Steelers are number two because they're always like, oh, we have like seven championships and the bullshit, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so it's funny, though, because that's two teams from Pennsylvania in the top three. Right. Right, and uh, the winners of the Super Bowl, the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, they were number thirteen. So they don't have a fan base. Yeah, well, now they do because they're they're the Super Bowl champions. So yeah, no. <laughs> so they're a bit annoying now. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, speaking of which, did you see the video of Tom Brady being drunk? Wasn't that amazing? And, thro- and throwing the the. The, uh, the Super Bowl trophy. Trophy? Yeah, the Lombardi award. With the spiral. He threw, he threw it there. I'm like, with the spiral. I'm like, is there anything this guy can't do? This is insane. <laughs> he, it is. And, it, and I, I had this conversation with, or I, I kind of like small conversation with some friends of mine that I, I text, uh, like we are in a group text for, for sports. And, uh, you know, Elvin and some other guys. Yeah. So, um, and I said, you know what? I'm not a fan of Brady, but I respect him being drunk. Because you know what? He won a Super Bowl. He's not out to to be who anybody. He was like a straight up just regular Joe. And I respected the fact that he was drunk and he had to get carried out by security. <laughs> that was awesome to me. I go, you know what? Fuck yeah, do it. I didn't. I didn't want you to win the Super Bowl, but fuck it. Just go. Go out. Do that shit. Get drunk. Be be happy that you won and fucking bad guy. Our last show was what February seventh or or like right before the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Right. Right. And um, uh, I know it's. I mean, we're like three weeks later, but uh, your your thoughts? Uh, I hated the game. It was boring. It was. Like the first half was was so much referees. Like the referees were too involved in the first half that it it, it really changed the entire outcome of the game for me. Anyway, uh, the second half, Tampa Bay dominated that offensive line for for Kansas City was horrific. It was like you and me blocking like <laughs> three hundred pound men. Like he ran for his life. The you quarterback think ran. It for was his that life. boring. He was loud. He was super loud. You know what? I'm not going to watch sports with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'd prefer watch. not to. That was, you were very, very loud. <laughs> Super Bowl. A Super Bowl is supposed to be loud. You're supposed to be into a Super Bowl. <laughs> did you like I the, get that. Did you like the weekend's uh, performance, halftime performance? You know what? The sound was horrible. The sound was was off. He, I think the show as as a whole, it was okay. It was fine. I, I didn't have an issue with it. Like I, I think people are are too uh, opinionated about halftime shows. Like you're not out there performing. You're not out there trying to create something that's different from whatever what's been done before. Uh, I just think that the sound was was terrible. Had the sound been on, like, right, it would have been great. He's a great singer. I don't take that away from him. The performance was good for what it was. Okay, well, I've seen really good performances. That's where, like, people are too spoiled. People are too spoiled because 
it, didn't he pay a lot of money to have that happen? He so did, it, but it he, is but, the lowest funded Super Bowl, like freaking ever. And so he paid money to have that happen, and people are too spoiled and going to judge every little thing. He, he did, but to be fair, I'm sure the record company footed that. You know what I mean? I'm sure he didn't pay that much. I'm sure the, you know, because it's all promotion and publicity and uh, whatnot. They said he. They said that he paid seven million of his own money. Oh wow! So, yeah, he paid seven million of his own money. Jeez, who? <laughs> seven million? Oh my god! That's. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. They'd be like, Albert, put in your own money. I'd be like, 50 bucks? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it'll just be me on the stage. <laughs> yeah, cool. had they charge you 50 bucks, your name would not be on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I got that for free. Remember that. I got that for free. You yeah. can too. I'll have the link. Like, like, like if, if you said you're going to, like, instead of my card cardboard cutout being at the Dodger Stadium, I was like, oh, you're going to send my, my cardboard to Mars? Okay, I'm cool. going to pay for the cardboard to Mars. <laughs> That'd be advantageous, which, by the way, uh, let, let's get into that really quick uh, with spring training uh, finally about to happen. They're opening it up 25%. That's an Arizona thing. I wonder what's going to happen this year in the MLB if they're going to open the stadiums up 25% or they're still going to do the cardboard cutout thing. So... Uh, I don't know about every stadium or every state, but I know that uh, the Indians, uh, they're in talks with the governor to allow 30% attendance to the game. Wow. Wow. 30%. That's cool. So, yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess it depends on the rollout of the vaccinations and how, you know, this is all based on currently from April, like by, by summertime, if everything gets handled, then you know we're back to open up. But I know, like I said, if if Arizona's twenty five percent, Ohio, Cleveland is thirty percent. Um, some stadiums are going to be more because their states don't care. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, their states don't care about their people. They just let them die in freezing weather. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be on vacation. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. MLB owners are in Cancun. Yeah, <laughs> which, which I, I guess Cancun is great this time of season. I that was that was the lost footnote in this. <laughs> was like, yeah, I guess Cancun yeah. in uh... uh, like my next ne- my next vacation and my next February I'm gonna be in Cancun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what else is going on in sports? Um, hockey just started. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited, but I'm not. See, but uh, sports for me is always about the bar because I don't have TV. Uh, I mean, I have TV, but I just don't have sports packages because the way the sports packages work as far as if it's a home game or whatever, you're not allowed to watch it because it's in your it's in it's in your local um, area. So we get blacked out yeah. and we're not allowed to watch. Uh, stuff now. Have they taken that out? I would totally be buying all the sports packages so I can watch uh, the Kings or the Dodgers or whatever. But because I don't have that, you know, the the, the gift and the curse of not having it is I got to go to a bar to watch it, uh, in, in hopes that they have it. And of course, the Cove has all that stuff, and they're not open. Yeah. 
But uh, when they were, you know, the, I'd be like, oh, there's a Kings game on tonight and I got nothing going on tomorrow or whatever. I'm going to go watch it over there, you know. Um, so, um, yeah, I miss that. I, I really wish that they would have just opened up all those sports and just let that happen uh, during this time. So we can all watch that without the blackouts. Yeah. Well, you know, but money, money rules everything. So. Right, right, right. I know there's a a debate going on about Tom Brady being the greatest, but uh, their their answer to that is uh, Serena Williams, you know. And and those are, again, two very different sports. One's one-on-one and the other's the team. And I get the one-on-one because, I mean, you have to be at your peak the entire time where it's kind of in sports, not necessarily you have to be on your peak, but everybody else around you, you know, you got to build the right people around you. So those are two different and valid arguments for them both. What's your take on that? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think that people put too much emphasis on greatest of all time as, as opposed to just appreciating athletes for what they do. I think if we were to just end the conversation of greatest of all time type of stuff, I think more people would, well, there'd be less arguments, but there'd be more people appreciative of of sport. Like when you find, if you like people who think Kobe is the greatest of all time, they hated LeBron for no other reason that people said that he was the greatest of all time. And people refuse to allow that to happen, going, he's the best of all time. As a, And if you just enjoy the fact that these athletes did spectacular things, I mean, you look at uh, LeBron James. He has spent half his, his life in the NBA. Half his life has been in the NBA. He's played 18 years <laughs> in the NBA. He's 36. You know, and everybody's looking like he's the old man. And he's still performing. And, you know, Laker fans hated him, but now he brought him a championship, so now Laker fans like him. It's – I think the GOAT conversation needs to just be removed and people just enjoy the game. Serena Williams has done an amazing job. No, no question about it. But she just got beat by, you know, the new up-and-comer who could, at her age – take over Serena so are we going to say that Osaka is now the greatest of all time because she beat Serena or well you caught her in the late stages of her career like they played in their prime that whole conversation I don't want to say who's the GOAT I can just say who's my favorite player and who I think is an amazing player and that's that's just me yeah yeah uh again you know uh my opinion uh, is just, you know, you could do it per sport, but not all around because, again, those are all very different variables uh, per each field, um, you know, so uh, it, it's just different. So, um, you know, I don't mind having those, but as, lo- as long as it's just within the field and um, if we went out outside of that field and put a Serena and a Tom Brady, I think there you would have to put a handicap on that and be like, well, yeah, but you know, l- l- let's give a handicap with that because it's not 
Those are two very different variables that we're dealing with. Uh, with that, because yeah. I mean, you can easily put Tiger Woods in there too. Um, yeah. You know, for being the greatest athlete, and they're being like, well, is golf really a sport? You know, then you open up that can of worms um, in that mix. Um, anything else uh, that, uh, man, was there anything else that we uh, wanted to talk about with sports? I know there was another another deal and it wasn't the Rams and we, we talked about that the last time, but there was another deal oh. going on uh in the NFL. Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Yes. That's right. Yes. It's all coming back to me. Carson Wentz for the Indianapolis Colts. Man, I really thought Philip Rivers was gonna stay there. He he did good with them and uh, they had all that good mojo, and they went far. And I, you know, I was just like, "Why, why not give it another run?" But you know, Philip Rivers was just kind of, you know, he he already had his uh, mindset on being a coach uh, out there and uh, coaching football. So uh, more power to him. But uh, you know, I, I still think he should have given it one more year. He went pretty far. So, uh, but Carson Wentz. Yeah, but- what are you gonna say? I was just going to say, like, for, for him, at least he went out on his own terms. Like, he's like, he chose to retire instead of somebody saying, you need to retire. You know, like, like you're, you're, you're done. You've had it. And he was like, you know what? I, I've had it. I'm, I'm, I could still compete. He, he, he did well. He took the teams to the playoffs. But at the end of the day, his body is, you know, his body's going to tell him, what's up? Some people retire early. He, some people say he retired late, but, Nothing wrong with that. He he went out on his own terms. Uh, but Carson Wentz to Indianapolis, it wor- it it works in regards to him being with his old coach because he's with Frank Reich, who was the coach in Philadelphia when they went. I think they won this one Super Bowl. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if Carson Wentz was the guy. Um. I, I, I'm still because he's the one that got hurt, and then they brought in that other guy who won the Super Bowl for him, Jay Feely. Yeah, yeah. And what has Carson Wentz done? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, prior to that, they were like eleven and two, so it wasn't like he wasn't winning games. And he, that's his biggest his biggest downfall is he's injury prone. Like, he can play the game in the right system, and that's what I'm saying is like he's going to a coach. Who's coached him before? Who coached him winning? So, I mean, Indian, Indianapolis has done well with any quarterback. <laughs> you know, they have a good system. It's kind of like the old, uh, uh, kind of the, like a Patriots kind of feel like just plug and play. You know, it doesn't matter who we put in here. But I do. Well, it think does. That <laughs> like it does now. No, Tom Brady tore that argument apart. Yeah, I mean, but they lost a lot of players because the Patriots never really pay anybody. They just kind of always let people go. But I, I think Indianapolis will draft a quarterback this year in the first round as their future because Carson Wentz is probably not going to be the future. He's going to be the right now and then get a quarterback to lay back and, and learn under him or this, and learn the system. Yeah. Um, because we're on this football kick, uh, uh, I wanted to get your perspective. I saw this tweet 
uh, was it a tweet? No, it was uh, somebody that these two people were debating, and um, the the whole headline was: "This is what happens when a football star tries to debate." Now, one person starts off, and it's not the football star. I'll tell you when the football star uh, talks. Okay, it's, so um, he's used as an example. And it's you're talking about the coronavirus, obviously, and it's 40,000 dead. Listen to the people who are educated in the field, Cuban communism versus free health care and free education. What's the difference? Right. So then another person says, what about this perspective? What would you tell this guy? And now this is the football player chiming in and it says, Zero offers, zero looks, zero commitments, zero time on campus, zero homecoming, zero prom, zero traditional graduation. What a wasted final year of school. Worked hard and dedicated for absolutely zero. And then it says, big shout out to Gavin Newsom. You got what you wanted. So that's, uh, you know, essentially what's kind of happening right now um, in the world of football as far as the draft is coming up. Some people played, some people didn't. Even, uh, dare I say, with high school sports, there were no high school sports in in, uh, California. So because of that, I think that uh, statement has to do a lot with that and them getting drafted. It's going to be an interesting college football for the freshmen going into next year or this coming year, I should say. Um, What's your thoughts on that? I know that was kind of a lot to process, but. I don't know. I mean, I, I am a better, I'm a more safe and sorry person. I mean, we can, we can, Everything's always hindsight, like what was lost, but it was what was what was saved. Lives, lives need to be saved more than sports need to be played. We appreciate the sports right. being played. Yeah. That's where people need to differ. Okay, so the usual prerequisites are are like you said, Albert. Like you know, this is the stuff that we look for. But hey, let's not look for that anymore. Let's look for what we can, you know, given the circumstances, like we can't look for like actual physical staff. It's really tough to report. You know, let's look for the coach's recommendation and, you know, the practice time. Like let's look for other things that can account for a a person's competency as as a football player. Yeah. 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 You know, um, I I do understand that sentiment because, you know, what was the um, football players academics? You know, what what was he like there? Uh, Because school isn't all about sports or homecoming. Those are just the coup de grace, those cherries on top uh, for people. But it's all about the education, you know what I mean? So I do think that in this next coming draft or, or whatever 
that's happening with uh, as far as high school sports going into uh, college. I think they're going to focus more on the academic side uh, of these, um, you know, uh, these these football players. Realistically, like academics is not enough. You have to talk to the coach. You have to talk to those players. Like you have to get down to the nitty gritty. It's not like you can see who they played against and see their games. You know. I get that. Like they still train. Right? I, I I do get that, but at the same time, you know, I would like to invoke my uh, Justin Herbert uh, analogy of you know he was a very smart guy and well astute of the game, and because of that, you know, I do think he does have a good head on his shoulders. Um, so I, you know, uh, him and his understanding. As far as academia, I think that is going to help propel more people and uh, their learning well, but you're ability. You're rooting for the underdog in in this scenario, okay? So you're rooting for the academic smart person who would have gotten a scholarship any other way, right? Right. Well, we don't know Aside that. We don't know that because we don't know what they would have done this season if they would have had a good football season. Or and, and I'm using football very loosely because this uh, seeps into baseball and any other of the sports that uh, people get drafted for, or not drafted, I should say, get scholarships for uh, when going into uh, the season uh, or, or going to college and furthering their career. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing that because I've I actually follow a lot of 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 the recruiting and stuff like that, especially football wise. Other sports, not so much. But all these people that are getting recruited, they were on the the the, the coach's radar sophomore junior year. You are a lot of them already had uh, offers their junior year. There's very little that a, that a a senior is gonna do to change the perception of what they did. So if they didn't play, they're not, it's not so much a hindrance. It's just like, okay, well, what did you do in the off season? They get a lot of, of buzz before their senior year. Their senior year is just kind of like you said before, just kind of cherry on top. A lot of, so they're not going to stop recruiting because they didn't play their senior year. They're, you know, they're, they're still going to give them the offers and they're still going to have a choice because they already had 30, 40 colleges on their jock uh, before they even even uh, became a senior. So if you look at it like that, them not playing sports wasn't so much the hindrance as, as you said. It's did they keep up with their studies and did they train in the offseason? Did they keep themselves – you know, pliable for the sport uh, instead of just like withering away because there was no sport. But again, that's because I I do follow recruiting, and again, that's that's for football. But it pretty much works for all sports in high school. Everybody's already being recruited sophomore, junior year, if not earlier. So, yeah, and um, it, it's definitely going to be an interesting. I had to open up another beer uh, for this conversation, but it's definitely going to be very interesting to see what happens and uh, what actually what 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 becomes of this recruitment class 
for sports. But uh, did we leave anything else on the table for sports? No, I think we're good with sports. I mean, nothing else is really going on. Yeah. Yeah, that poor. Pour it out, buddy. <laughs> we're, we're in a very interesting time um, in sports because this is like, you know, right after the, the Super Bowl, um, there is that lull between that and baseball and just kind of everything going on. I mean, I mean, I, I, I say I'm a, a hockey fan, but I'm a fan of watching it. I don't follow it per se. Um, I do enjoy watching it and, uh, you know, I follow the Kings on Instagram. So we're Instagram official. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, and it's barely starting too. So, you know, who, who could say whatever, uh, about yeah. that and, uh, you know, tennis and all that stuff is going to kind of slowly, uh, creep their way. But, uh, did, did you guys have any, uh, thing else that you wanted to say? Usually, uh, b- before we uh, get into the final cheers, any last no, licks? We're good. No. All right. Well, um, that is going to bring season three, the opener. Uh, this was episode 99, and welcome into uh, the new uh, era of um, of the of, of drinks to words by. Uh, yeah. Super awesome, super dope. And uh, remember, if you want to be super awesome and super dope, uh, our 100th episode is happening in just a few days. Me and David are going live on our uh, respective uh, Facebooks uh, with this. Uh, We're talking about uh, Instagram going live on our Instagram. So uh, we're still trying to figure all that out, too, because there there might be some other... um, uh, engineering problems with that, uh, with with some of the stuff that we're doing. Uh, so uh, just uh, go ahead and log on to drinkswordsby dot com. There you wait. can. Yes. What? Wait. I am what? I am the guest, the uh, by surprise taken to me by as well. Um, guest. So I have a topic. Mm. Oh. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. So, have you, in the past year since this pandemic started, well, almost a year, made any re- renovations? Made any renovations as far as what? Like uh... like to where you live. I mean, obviously, you got the fridge. Right, right. I got the freezer. Um, that was, uh, like, I forgot when that was. I'm almost a year now with the freezer. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like that's a big deal. Like a lot of people are making renovations. Well, where I'm at too, um, you know, I can't make re- uh, rent renovations because I'm renting. Um, that yeah, that that wouldn't really um do anything. I did, you know, pick up my guitar again. Uh, as I did, as as from what I've been told, I did do a private performance. Uh, <laughs> from what I've been told <laughs> to us, yeah. Um, so behind the scenes, they were never going to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was that. There's, of course, building my recording studio that that uh, happened in last year, uh, which which made all this possible. Clearly, um, what else? Uh, did I do? I think that's I think a- the recording studio is like a big one. I mean, if it wasn't for the recording studio, we, the, a lot of this would not have happened, you know. So, 
So yeah, that, but that's like your major renovation that's, I guess, allowed because you're renting? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, of course, everyone's, you know, everyone's seeking this recording studio, but it's, you know, is is like all this crazy stuff. But it's, you know, it's, it's you know, I've had all this stuff. It's just I, I never broke it out. You put it together? Yeah. <laughs> I just had to put it together, you know, and... uh and do it because again, all when I started doing this, a lot of it was uh, very old school as far as like, oh, we have to be in a room together, we have to see each other, and you know, because of that, um, uh, that limitation, it bred creativity and it made me want to, uh, you know, build this recording studio. And because of that, you know, we were able to do the show, and I was able to kind of uh reboot uh, my old shows uh that i was doing um and uh kind of be at where i'm at now where it's like every every other day or, or every day i'm like working on you know whether it's interviewing a band or having you know drinks words by or producing the food show you know every day is uh the, the, i got something going on or even if it's just editing you know i finally got all my uh video editing equipment back uh so um all those things so renovations <laughs> yeah yeah or more 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 improvements and you know uh because when when i think renovations i i think household you know i you know these are more uh improvements uh to my life but same goes to you guys what uh improvements did you uh add to your lives Instapot. <laughs> <laughs> the Instapot, that's, uh, you know, because again, we're, we have an apartment too, so it's, uh, I don't know, I, I guess more of my renovations were, were our decisions to kind of better ourselves. Like, I'm, I'm trying to walk more and everything. Uh, I don't think there's much that we've done to the, this place. Annabelle? So you're just going to ask a question and answer. Yeah. <laughs> and she's out. Uh, yeah, I guess that that would be mine. It's like, you know, the I've cooked more because of that, and I want to cook more because of it, and I'm always exploring different or looking for new uh, things to make that I would never have tried before because, I mean, it's so much easier. Uh, I do want to get, like, a... A stationary bike. I think a stationary bike would be good. Like like a treadmill in the, sec- in the second story of an apartment. I think it's just too much banging, right. and I don't want to do that to my downstairs neighbor. But uh, I think if we do a, a bike, a bike would be kind of cool. Just, just just get a regular bike, and then you could come here, and then we could just go biking around West Covina. Uh, I don't want to do. Anyway. Oh, you got kicked out. Oh, so do you have any reservations you want to talk about? No. You do find cheers? Annabelle left. Uh, unfortunately, she got disconnected from the conversation. So oh, okay. She's out. She's out. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, so let, let's just get into the final cheers. Uh, oh, cheers. Oh, but before we do that, I, you know, I was I was in the middle of the commercial. Um, uh, yeah, so long on to drinks towards by. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and we want you to be a part of the program you are a part of the program we love seeing your dms we love seeing your um uh comments 
and uh, we want you to do that. And there's plenty of ways to do that. You can always just log on to drinkstowardsby.com or you can uh, go to the plethora of streaming partners that we do have. We were on Spotify. If you want to watch the show, check it out on YouTube or on iHeartRadio. So many different ways to watch us. We really uh, would dig if you would subscribe to us. And, uh, you know, from there, you can listen to the show. We really appreciate it. And if there's anything that we talked about, make sure to go ahead and uh, contact us, whether it's sliding in the DM on our Instagram or, um, you know, uh, sending us, uh, I guess, an old fashioned email. I can't believe emails are old fashioned, but uh, drinks towards by at gmail.com. Uh, there you can uh, go ahead and then uh, we'll read it over the air. And uh, if there's a, uh, anything that you want us to drink or whatever, you got a question, go ahead, email us, and we will do that. We are on the Vedmo, ladies and gentlemen. So um, our 100th show is literally the next show. So now's your chance to get in the sexy, seductive life that is Vedmoing us money uh, for this show. Our current tally, I don't want to brag, but is zero. So I don't know what that means <laughs> if we're just – you guys just don't care, which is cool, whatever. Or um, – We're self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or if, I mean, I get it. Times are tough. Times are tough uh, wherever you're at. And maybe your, your, your house is freezing. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe you just can't afford that Cancun trip. Yeah, right. Can't get away to Mexico. Very quickly, um, for the 100th episode, we've actually contacted a couple of uh, uh, home businesses, some people who are who have started their own business on the side. Uh, we will be uh, featuring some items of theirs. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, on the 100th episode, um, if you know anybody that has a small business that wants to throw a product our way, you know, to, uh, to, for us to promote, since we're going to be live on, uh, a couple services, um, you know, just shout out to somebody's company that that's trying to do something, uh, anything like that, let us know. Well, we already have two going on right now. So anybody else, like I said, uh, by all means contact us on the several ways of contacting us. Yeah. So, uh, make sure to go ahead and check us out, uh, there, and um, thank you for tuning in. Now it is time for the final cheers. Uh, David, going to send it out to you. Uh, cheers to all the people in Texas. Uh, well, not all of them. Uh, <laughs> but for the people who... Yeah, some of you don't deserve cheers. Uh, to the people who struggled, to the people who lost their lives, the people who are getting screwed over by the energy company. <laughs> Some people are getting like $7,000 bills and stuff. Um, cheers to uh, keeping yourself safe and staying safe and for people helping each other out. Um, I know there was a story about a, a couple that took in a delivery driver who got stranded like in front of their house and they, they took a, they took the person in for like five days. You know, cheers to humanity in that in that sense. When when something like that happens, we you know, cheers to everybody coming together and making sure people are safe. Cheers to them for sure. My cheers is going to go out to uh, another state, uh, Arizona. Um, 
you know, thank you, I guess, for having me. <laughs> you you are truly a different state, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and I mean that uh, in so many different ways. But, um, you know, cheers to you guys. And I will say this, though, the, the people there were very friendly, you know, e- even without their masks on, they were very friendly. So, um, yeah, uh, that was that was again, that was an interesting way to step outside your comfort zone, but, um, you know, I, I may visit you again, Arizona. Uh, you are a hotbed of, uh, activity and, uh, thank you again. So, um, to you, Arizona. And, uh, that's it, man. That that's going to conclude this, by the way, this is our final episode in which we are double digits. After this, we're only triple going triple digits triple digits baby and uh thank you guys for being a part of that i mean this wouldn't happen without you i mean it would happen without you let's face it but i mean <laughs> it has happened without you. yeah <laughs> clearly our venmo account knows it's happened without you <laughs> uh but um again if you want to venmo us we just Add drinks to words by, and for all information, drinkswordsby.com. There you can bed most or whatever. Uh, I'm not trying to guilt you guys. I'm not trying to guilt you guys, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you uh, uh, again. And uh, we will see you at 100. And uh, until then, uh, the bar is closed. <laughs> I think that may be our new tagline, too. The bar is closed. Yeah, yeah, the bar is closed. <laughs> That's actually not bad. We'll right? Right? David, kick him yeah. out. <laughs> now I need you to kick him out. <laughs> yeah. Give me a flashlight. All right. Time to go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Later. We're out of here.